Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep, and I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, I read a bachelor. Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will mm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and today is Monday, which means only one thing. This is Digging Deeper. We are going to painstakingly pour over all of these clips that the Dark Seeker has provided us from various podcasts from around the nation, some nation peripheral podcasts as well, that had players or ex-leads on as guests and the smorgasbord we have for you today is nothing short of astounding. You're going to get <laughs> some clips, or one clip, I should say, a little appetizer from the great one, the Vial Files. 
you're going to get a very interesting clip from Bachelor Happy Hour with guests Mercedes, Brooklyn, and Allie from this recent season of uh, Bachelor, where they're talking about the accusation that Anastasia had a boyfriend. You're going to get Mm -hmm. a fantastic clip from Love to See It when Emma and Claire interviewed Hannah Brown. It was a groundbreaking interview, and she says one thing that is very interesting about her uh, famous quote about having sex, but Jesus still loving her. We're going to dive into that. You're going to get three clips from Gore Girl Jason Tardick's Trading Secrets. His guest was none other than the all-star Instagram male champion from our beloved game, TC Tyler Cameron. Ah, yes, the enemy of shirts. (laughs) He is an enemy of shirts and a lover of steaks. He reveals a lot about what he wants to do in reality television. Has he been offered the role of Bachelor? What it would take to get him to become the Bachelor? And then we are going to have five clips from She's All Batch with guest Crystal Nielsen. Now, these clips are the most important clips, bar none, of this Digging Deeper, because in them, Crystal Nielsen goes hardcore in the sauce wars with some massive tea about her time in game, producer manipulation, outright lies she was told. She is definitely uh, in contract violation territory with everything she is saying in these clips. And then we're going to round it out with a clip from A Hard Look with John Lieberman. His guest was none other than Zach Shawcross or Shawcrank or what was it? Shacklecross. Uh, and in that, uh, in that clip, uh, Shacklecrank Cross talks about the food on the dates and the fucking weirdo, the fucking weirdo. He reveals uh, if he believes it is harder to be a player or a lead. And what he says is pretty interesting because he gives some very good insight into actually what it is like to be a lead. So are you ready, Pace Case, to dig into this beautiful meal we have before us? I'm ready. Let's eat. This is... Digging Deeper. All right, we're starting off this Digging Deeper with something that is near and dear to my heart, something I always love to hear, the sound of the great one. This first clip. The male great one. (laughs) Sorry, the male great one. This first clip is from the Vial Files, uh, March 15th. The guest was Rozzy. Now, in this clip, the great one discusses the proliferation of Instagram as a reason for playing the game in the modern era, and he uses some language that I myself have used from time to time. So let's take a listen. It was so late in the game for him to say it's not about a one-on-one when it literally is. is. Yeah. It would have been more interesting if he would have just said, I, I just don't think you're sincere. Yeah, that I agree. You he know, why like, didn't he, he use the wrong language? Yeah, honestly. it's like he... Yeah. Maybe that was him. You know, you could argue maybe that was Zach trying to protect jess Mm. by not calling her out for being like honestly i just think you're here for the gram Mm. to be honest like is anyone not there for the gram exactly yeah especially because they now where they i feel like but it's just to what degree exactly did bachelor in the past like wasn't it the whole thing where they framed it like they chose the bachelor and then people applied for that bachelor right like and and now and maybe it wasn't that way ever but i feel like for me it was really framed that way a while Mm -hmm. back and now it's just like when I found out it was you, I was so excited. But it's like you were in it before right. yeah. that. Right. Like it's, even Zach's in it for the gram, you know? Like yeah. to an extent. For the well, otherwise delete it. Yeah, exactly. If you're going on for love, you're insane. Yeah, like look at the numbers. No, I mean it, like practically speaking, if you're like literally earnestly telling your friends, Hey, like I'm 
having a hard time yeah. finding love and there's a show called The Bachelor yeah and I, like and I want to this is my last shot and I mm-hmm. don't care about fame or attention I really just want to find love and so I'm gonna go on The Bachelor you haven't thought this through my last shot I'm like 25. you're not <laughs> you know like about to get disqualified from pageants <laughs> you've gotten some really bad like advice from people you yeah know? Totally. like you have a, a warped sense of reality and you're a bit delusional there's the great one <laughs> casting some fast judgment on theoretical people who haven't even gone into the show yet Telling them they are delusional. <laughs> and you have a, if you're 14 or you have a warped yeah. sense of reality. Wow. Uh, <laughs> now we've heard the great one talk about this very thing from time to time on his podcast. There's some interesting things in this clip, though. One, he says, delete it. You've heard me say this a million fucking times. Mm-hmm. If you're 4TR, delete your Instagram. Nobody ever does, obviously. But he talks here about the the opening thing is is uh him talking about Jess and why he kicked her off and that maybe there was some possibility she was actually there for the gram and he was trying to like protect her by making it this this other thing but somebody then says the guest i believe this is Rosie says that um she believes in the beginning era of this game it wasn't like this that it was put out to kind of the dating pool. Here's who the bachelor is. And then people would sign up for that possibility of dating that person and that people were going in more in line with that ideology. That's not true though. The first bachelor, Alex Michelle, no one who signed up for season one knew who he was. The first one they knew was season four, but even that they didn't know when they were signing up for the bachelor, that it was going to be him. That's the, and this is Bob Guinea, Gin, Gin, Guinea. Of course he was on, um, Season one of Bachelorette, where people fell in love with him. That was Trista Rain. And then it was announced that he was going to be the Bachelor. But that was after they had already been doing the casting process. And I'm sure they asked all those people in that casting process, oh, who do you like from the show? What do you think about this person or this person? I'm sure they might have had some Mm -hmm. idea, but they didn't know until they showed up that night that it was him. And that is essentially the way that it has been. I mean, yeah, you're saying more generalities beforehand. I'm just looking for a wolf pack. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But this idea is uh, promoted that that's how it used to be. And then she even says, maybe it was never that way, but that's just how it felt. And it was never that way. Fame has always been a component of this, even from season one. And we've talked about this from time to time. There was a group date in season one that featured them. uh, Alex Michelle and five players went to a casino in Las Vegas And one of the players has an ITM where she's talking about as they're walking through the casino, all eyes are on them. And that is because there's a camera crew with them and it's very clear a TV show is being shot. So even the element of fame before the season even aired, they're still just shooting the footage of the season to get her to say that in an ITM. Even then, there was fame as an element of this. And I think it was season six we saw the first time they showed a magazine spread of the villain player (laughs) Uh, Krista or whatever in the uh, Women Tell All. So there is not only you're getting this publicity, but it's also being (laughs) held up and shown as like a positive, Mm -hmm. awesome thing by the show. And it's a part of the game. The fame is a part of this. I mean, that's just simply the nature of making it a TV show. If you really want to take that out of it, You just do this somewhere. You don't put any cameras on it. You never talk about it on social media. You just get one person and 30 people who want to date and you make them do all this shit and you never promote it. There are people who have done that on 
on Tinder and stuff, and they've made TikToks. Oh, but see, they make TikToks. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> like invite all your Tinder dates to the same bar or something. Um, no, it, it, it. We've always said this. It, I mean, I don't. I don't know if you're going on for love. You're insane. That seems a little bit exaggerated, but. Yeah, I mean, certainly you can find it and whatever. Love doesn't necessarily mean that you are with this person forever either. You can fall in love with them in these strange circumstances and then those circumstances end and you both kind of snap out of it and you're like, well, shit, I don't know. Maybe we just did that because we were being traumatized by the same people. It was trauma bonding. <laughs> and now that the trauma is over, yeah. we can move on with our lives. I mean, I'm sure that happens also in this scenario. Um, and we'll get to some trauma later in this episode. Rest assured Ooh. when Crystal Nielsen starts uh, discussing her experience in oh, game. No. But that's our first clip. We hope you've enjoyed it. Now let's move on. Clip number two comes to us from Bachelor Happy Hour with guests Mercedes Brooklyn and Allie. This is from March 15th. And in this clip, Michelle Young asks her guests to discuss the rumor about Anastasia having a boyfriend while she was on the show that seemed to really be the... Uh, the biggest topic, at least of the first portions of the Women Tell All. Here we go. What is this whole bombshell that was dropped about Anastasia having a boyfriend while she's on the show? C can That's you all speak more to that? Like, did she, was this, this was not the first time you guys were hearing about this, was it? That's the first yeah. time I heard yeah, about I it. Yeah, I had never heard that. So, really? like, yeah. oh, tell me more. <laughs> like, this is news. Um, yeah, I, I truly have no idea what it was. I don't know if you girls have any more idea than I do. Um, I have no clue. It was news to me. Yeah. What, like, like when she when she said that, I was just like, what? Oh, yeah. All, of your, no all of your reactions were yeah. in that moment. <laughs> like if you could have just screenshotted everyone's face. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it seems like it can. This is just me. I don't know shit. And again, like I don't know a lot. I'm such a mom like I don't follow like a lot of stuff on social media but it seemed like that was kind of just pulled out of thin air out of left field from some of the other women that I think were just maybe like trying to have a moment of like well you had a boyfriend but it wasn't actually factual backed up no evidence to this yeah and then it was that and I was purely annoyed from the just screaming words that made no sense I have receipts I pulled them out where are they like, just screaming that you have them, but not actually backing them up. And then back to, you do realize this affects people's actual lives, right? Like, this is not the time to just throw out complete lies. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Whether these are complete lies or not, we don't know. Uh, maybe they are. Maybe they're based on half-truths. Who knows? Again, we're going to get to these clips later with Crystal Nielsen. She talks a lot about the women tell all how producers use paradise as a, uh, a temptation, a carrot to dangle to get you to do certain things in the women tell all. So what I'm about to say now is kind of in reference to these later clips, but the producers of this show, you know, these players are talking about uh, why are they just throwing out these lies? Where did any of this come from? And they're blaming it on the players saying it. What we're going to learn from Crystal Nielsen later is that those players probably ain't to blame producers tell them to do this yeah, shit that's the thing i'm i feel like the producers told those you know back row players yeah to target her with this i'm telling you wait until these crystal nielsen clips because she goes into detail also about how players then have to hash that out among themselves like the question is directly asked do you guys ever talk to each other about like oh the producers made me do this 
And those answers are great. So hopefully you'll stick around for those clips. But in this specific I'll instance, you know, I guess they're talking about who primarily it was what? Cat, Victoria, Jameson, and was Olivia involved in that fight early on? I remember she jumped in in the know. very I beginning. I definitely remember Victoria and Kat doing it. Right. And so it's no coincidence, I think, that these are players who were knocked out of the game fairly early. What shot do they have to go to paradise if not yeah. doing exactly what the producers are asking them to do? So, I mean, that's it. Like, No, I fully believe that the producers asked uh, all of these players to to say this whatever rumor. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that they're then going on Bachelor Happy Hour, again, this is a company podcast. Yeah. And for what it seems to me, Brooklyn is a company player. And for them to be like, what? Like, show the receipts if you actually have them. I don't even think this is true. They just want to get their two seconds. It's like, okay, so the producers are then having them target this girl and then saying that, oh, those accusations were just desperate. What? What is the end game here? There is no end game. Producers, bad at job. Even this is <laughs> bad know, at that's job. That's the end game. I always forget. The end game is to prove to the world that they are the worst uh, producers the show has ever seen. <laughs> and they're do it, They're actually good at that job. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but no, I mean, you're right. Like, but we'd love to interview any of you on the show. <laughs> Well, prove me wrong. I feel like I should be holding up a sign that says producers bad at job. Prove me wrong. Um, it's true, though. You know, they don't they don't seem to have like a long game with any of this. It's just like, ah, fuck it. We're going to need some drama in the beginning. Send out the night one players and have them say these fucking crazy lies and then have them get pissed. Let's demonize the social media girl again. Basically, yes. And that, too, is a, a drastic misunderstanding of what reality television is and what their role in it is right now. And I, I think, you know, we are looking at, obviously, we always talk about Instagram. We talk about TikTok, people's numbers how it relates to whatever they're doing in the game, et cetera, et cetera. And so right now, if we are looking at Charity, for example, this is an announced bachelorette. She has 61.8 thousand followers. She has put on a little under 40,000, about 35,000 followers since the announcement mm -hmm. that happened days ago. This, I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. And so we have to start asking ourselves, why is that happening? Because it's not happening on... Um, any of the Netflix shows. It's not happening on Perfect Match. Those right. people are fucking... All of them are at least over 100,000. Most of them are in the 500 to 5.8 million range. <laughs> it just seems so stupid. You're not going to get the best people. They're all going to go to Netflix. But not only are you not going to get the best people, if you don't have people, the fandom, engaged on social media with your players, guess what? They don't engage with the show either and your fucking ratings yeah. start falling as they're doing now. They just don't get it. And to keep hammering home like they're doing here on Bachelor Happy Hour, these players are pieces of shit. They're just making up lies. It's like it's not those players. It's the fucking producers that are making up the lies. Yeah. At any rate, let's move on to our first clip and only clip from Love to See It with uh, Hannah Brown was the guest. This is March 8th. Now... This interview, in my opinion, is one of the most groundbreaking interviews that we've we've seen in this peripheral tier of podcast coverage. Mm. Emma and Claire got the beast. 
I mean, this is huge. She's the greatest Instagram player of all time in our mm -hmm. beloved game. And in this clip, the beast discusses her iconic I have had sex and Jesus still loves me line and how she was lied to by producers about that line's inclusion in the document. This is a little bit of off contract. She she tiptoes around it. But if you listen closely, you'll hear that tea brewing. Here we go. I also want to say, like, I don't feel like I've gotten to like say this really like... It was that was really hard. The like response from that, like some people like mm -hmm. really were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yes, sex positive, and then there also was like another side that was like really disappointed in me or yeah. like upset, and that was probably like the toughest thing out of everything. And I also like understood where Luke was coming from because we see a lot of girls that say, you know, we've had they're like, "Hey, like." This is just something I'm not comfortable with. That I think that is totally fine to say. I get it. And I think that's how the, the conversation like really started of like, hey, like I can understand this. It's kind of hurtful when you say that you love me and then you kind of give me like these like, but if you do this, that was hard and I didn't like that. But um, it, it got, it just, um, it was such a long conversation that I think it just got to where I, started to just not get me but like I was just angry mm -hmm. and all that was said in a moment of anger I never like I, I still feel bad like even like Peter Susan was all about like the windmill thing like that was never intended I thought to be on TV I was kind of told it probably wasn't going to be on TV so like it was just like okay. a um that was really hard it was all like a really hard situation that then I just had to lean into Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, what other choice what do you ever do? You, have? do? you you've yeah. got to lean into it. Oh, so the windmill thing is the thing that was not supposed to be on TV. Oh my god! But the way she says it, it was kind of told kind to me of. that it wasn't going to be yeah. on TV. Well, who was who was the one telling you that though? I, was that just I like your the, friends, the other players? Very gentle Popeye gentle was like nah they won't show this trust me <laughs> it's not it's the producers just straight fucking lying to her to the lead of the fucking show the person that needs to trust you the most you just fucking lie straight to them that is their practice and I'm not saying other shows don't do this I'm sure Perfect Match does this I'm sure Love is Blind does this too but it is in the way that they present their players even the ones that are villains, if you look at like Francesca on Perfect Match, they still protect her. They still put her on a fucking pedestal. She can manipulate people and do all this dirty fucking shit in the game. Yeah, she's a main character. Exactly. And what comes through The Bachelor, I feel like, the producers have stepped forward as the main character of this show. Because they're pissed about people getting famous and money, and they may not be on screen, but you feel their presence in the show more than any of the players, in my opinion. And that is bad. Well, they were on screen. They said, sometimes bad bitches cry, and then they made a sign glorifying the producer's line in the women tell-all. Yes. Can't get over that. And in reality TV, the job of a pro producer is to be invisible. It is to make the viewer feel like None of this is produced. That you just had some cameras laying around, you turned them on, and this mm -hmm. shit is what happened. That is what reality TV is supposed to feel like. Uh, so it's interesting to say her, like, to have her be like, I'm leaning into it because she was the one who was like, Yeah, it was actually four times instead of three. But it's like, 
obviously you're already pissing people off enough with the three. One more is not going to do it. But the people who love you for it will love you even more. Yeah. So you see there a little bit into her psychology of this, too, and why she was such a great player and why she was such a great lead. Because even as the producers are lying to her about what they're going to include, she's like, fuck it. I'll just go hard against it then or hard into it or whatever she feels that she needs to do. Um, yeah, Hannah Brown is really I mean, we always knew she was a fantastic player, but every subsequent little thing I see of her or interview with her, I'm just like, fuck, she really is astounding, like at another level. Yeah, she's a star. Now, let's move on. We are going to get into the meat of our program now. You've had the appetizers. You've had the... What's a good appetizer? What do you like? Some grapes and cheese? Um, um, uh, uh, bruschetta. Okay. And now we're getting to the steak. And a man who yeah. loves the steak. We are now going to play you three clips from Trading Secrets with guest Tyler Cameron from March 13th. In this first clip... TC discusses the first time he was offered the role of The Bachelor. His experiences in the world of mm -hmm. talent agencies, which I think you're going to find very interesting, Pace case specifically, and where he thinks the franchise is now. But this is it. In this clip, Tyler Cameron talks about being offered the role of The Bachelor. You're not going to believe what he has to say. Here we go. If you want to hear that clip, and perhaps more importantly, if you want to hear all of the clips Crystal Nielsen has coming up, in which she delivers what I believe is some of the most important contributions to the record that we have ever heard in terms of a player spilling the tea about producer manipulation, about the tactics they use to dangle an invitation to paradise above players' heads when they go on Women to All, about how they lie to them, quite literally. You're just going to go to patreon.com slash gamma roses. You're going to join us in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get the rest of this digging deeper. You're going to get the rest of every digging deeper we've ever done. Every episode we've ever put on there. You're going to get access to our discord where you can submit your screams. You're going to get access to our weekly live shows that we do half an hour before the game starts East coast time. That's 4 30 PM PST. And you're going to get access to everything that Pace Case and I are now doing in the pit, which includes Clues Corner, in which I now have every episode of Netflix's Perfect Match watched, and you can watch along with me, see my reactions, see me rewinding the video, see me pausing the video on different face plays, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and you're also going to get Pace Case's Palapa which is a similar kind of clues corner type vibe. But Pace Case uh, in her inaugural episode is breaking down the big scandal that's been going on in Vanderpump world. So if you want access to all of that and a growing catalog of other things that we're going to be putting on Patreon, I'm going to be doing a clues corner uh, for the upcoming season of Love is Blind. I'm going to watch every episode of it. You can watch along with me. And we've got some other interesting things planned. There may be a binge or two coming up that will be televised. So please join us in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit. You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit You can get it in And 
Dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit